You are listening to an SAFM podcast, 104 to 107 nationwide. Stream us live on www.safm.co.za or via the SABC Plus app. SABC News, independent and impartial. I was sent a a, a list of of the grants, the 2023-2024 grants that um, the Gauteng uh, Department of Social De- uh, Development had given, um, and I did it. So, so I'd been investigating the lottery for many years, and I and I applied exactly the same principle. Is I went through them, and what I was looking for were outliers, anything that stuck out that was out of the ordinary. And these two grants, by their sheer size, um, stuck out like a sore thumb. And 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 then, as I proceeded with my investigation, I, I realised. But hang on a second, they are cutting to other NPOs in the social sector that are being funded. Um, so yes, it was just an investigative process. So these two outliers, as you call them, um, the one yeah. is a Beauty Hub. And the other is Dara Corp. So, what exactly do they do? So, so Beauty Beauty Hub does training in hairdressing and beauty therapy. Now, it's 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 a strange organisation in that it's both a private company and a non-profit company and, and and an NPO or a non. It's it's not for profit, and they have outlets all over Gauteng. And the the funding that went to to Beauty Hub was for 1,130 people who actual support, um, and and they 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 get a hundred percent subsidy on this training for them. Um, and if you take 1,130 people and you divide you divide it by the size of the grants. You're arriving at fifty-six thousand rand per trainee, which is extraordinarily high. Um, and Dara Call, if I could just say, works with um, he does, does skills um, agricultural skills development mainly mainly in rural settings using under uh, state land or underused state land. And so, so the one is agriculture, and the other is beauty and hairdressing. So, Raymond, quite apart from the fact that uh, you know there were, as we said, deep cuts uh, to very essential services, uh, y- you mentioned that this was meant to provide uh, training um, on the part of Beauty Hub, for example, in hairdressing and beauty therapy to over yes. a thousand um, grant recipients, so to speak. So. Did that actually happen? Were you able to um, get to those details? Well, um, um, GDSD, Gauteng Department of Social Development, um, responded saying that 565 had been trained in uh, the previous financial year and 565 would be trained in this financial year, which ends at the end of... March. Um, yes, I do believe the training happened. I, 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 I've got no reason to doubt the training happened. It's just really the quantum, the quantum of, of the amounts involved is 
it's staggering. And there are other organizations that do similar training um, that are funded by, by GDSD in both cases, the agricultural and the beauty and hairdressing. And I can tell you now that the subsidies that the people get there are the organizations get are, are nowhere near the 100% that is being paid to 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 beauty hub um i don't know the extent of the subsidy what percentage it co it covers but i would imagine Derricor would be pretty close to that 100% uh, so who are the owners of these entities the yes. owners um they they're not people that i that i had heard of and i don't make any links back and really, there's no suggestion. I, I have no proof that there's anything corrupt happening here. But it certainly needs it needs further looking into. Raymond, we'll leave it there. Thank you so much. Thank and, you. Uh, that, of course, was Raymond Joseph. Uh, he's uh, with Ground Up, investigative journalist uh, with them. So uh, to take this matter further, we actually did ask the Department of uh, Social Development in Gauteng to speak to us. We have Mr. Mutsamai uh, Mutlolwa, who is the uh, Gauteng Department of Social Development's Director of Communications, to speak to us about this. Uh, Mr. Mutlolwa, thanks so much for your time. Welcome to Update at Noon. Uh, thank you, Sakina and the listeners. Uh, thanks for having us. So firstly, uh, the department obviously is aware of this investigative report by Ground Up. Uh, but um, as far as uh, the questions that have been raised, uh, what is the department's take on that? Were you aware of it or did you first get to learn of this when it was published by Ground Up? Uh, well, we were aware about this, but um, we were not at, at liberty to talk about it. Uh, the question that came to us about Grand Up were uh, just to find out uh, how much was allocated to these companies and how much they were allocated, uh, uh, the, the money, and why were they allocated for that. But um, when the, the news broke and the MEC you know, decided that, you know what, let's, let's, let's take you know, people out into our confidence. Let us confirm to them that already there's investigation that's taking place, which includes, you know, all the problems linked to the uh, uh, funding of NPOs in housing. And this investigation also includes Daracorp and Duty Hub. So that is where we are at the department. We started the investigation in, 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 in October already this year. And uh, four officials within the department have been put on precautionary suspension while this investigation is taking place. Because we have received quite a number of uh, complaints uh, from the NPO sector itself. This year, last year, actually, on August 1 and 2, we had a two-day uh, uh, provincial summit with the NPOs. And part of the issues that they raised were the issue of funding. And they believe that some of the funding is really unfair. And already MEC promised there and the Premier as well, to say that we look into that matter. Although it took uh, quite a number of, 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 of weeks, but ultimately that investigation has been um, uh, started and it is ongoing and we are hopeful that by the end of March we'll have a full report. Uh, Mr. Matlova, as far as the department is concerned, um, on average, how much do you actually uh, give to uh, these entities that provide services on behalf of the department? Um, that would be a difficult question uh, uh, to answer because we, well, I often, we often get that question. It depends on, on what program uh, the, the guys are on. For an example, ours is based on the number of beneficiaries. So if someone has got 100 beneficiaries and another one has 1,000 beneficiaries, um, the amount of money that we allocate per head will differ from organization to organization, which is why I say that that would be very difficult 
for us to say at the moment. But on average, there must be an average amount uh, that you spend. Um, that's why I say that at the moment I'm unable to answer that question, but perhaps it's something that I can look into and ask the finances guys to give us that number. But as I say that, the, the, the scope and the size and also you know, the, the amount of work that is done differs from one organization to the other. And what we do is that we do an allocation per head. So not all of the NPOs have the same amount of money that's allocated to them. So if we take Beauty Hub, for example, um, offering training in hairdressing and beauty therapy, are they the only entity that uh, you use in Gauteng? No, they are not. Uh, there are quite a number of other um, skills development institutions. I'll not name them here. We have um, another one that I can think of right now. It's right, right, right in, in downtown Johannesburg that are doing a beauty uh, 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 therapy as well. But also what we do is that um, we also have a number of uh, centers of excellence where we take people for various types of skills. So beauty and hair therapy is just one of them. Also to agriculture, we do um, uh, building, we do electricity, we mm. do welding and all of this. So That's all right. we, we have quite a, a big investment in the skill space. Fair enough. Um, and I'm simply asking yeah. about uh, other institutions that provide the same services as Beauty Hub because I'm curious to know how much they received in allocations from the department okay um i will have to go and search for that but what i can say to you maybe if i explain how we work every year in in october november we issue out an advert inviting people to apply for funding across all of our programs that we do as a department, which also includes skills development, which includes um, HIV and AIDS, which includes um, uh, all other related work that we do in the department. Mm. And what happens is that each and every organization that is interested, the NPOs, they, they apply. And then we have a process that we call paneling. We look at what do they do? Um, is it in line with what you want to achieve for the for the upcoming financial year? And based on that and their compliance with statutory requirements and with the municipal bylaws, then we'll award. So okay. every year we do a paneling process, yeah. and that's how we get them into into into, into the space. That's of, fair. That's um, fine. But Mr. Yeah. Mutlawa, you uh, actually said there are other institutions that offer these same services. So um, when it came to your investigation, why exactly did you investigate Beauty Hub and uh, Data Corp? Um, it's Data Corp, actually. Um, what I said earlier on was that there's, an, there's a larger investigation and that investigation includes Beauty Hub and Data Corp. So this is not an investigation only for the two a set organization. So they are part of a number of investigations that we are under, currently undertaking the department to look at the funding of some of those that have been identified as, as some of those NPOs whose funding has got some questions and we need to understand how did it happen that they got funded the amounts that they, they, were, they were funded at. So, so these two were flagged precisely for the amounts to which they were funded? Yes, yes. So since that has happened, surely, if you know that the amount was perhaps, you know, um, astronomically high or it was out of bounds, then you should know what would have been fair to give in funding to these institutions. That is why we're having this investigation. We want to find out exactly how were they funded because you don't know what processes were followed and how that money is the money that was funded was arrived at 
at the point we cannot say well, this is what happened we may have our own suspicion because there must be a prima facie case for us to start an investigation which we have we have some evidence that has been presented before us and the investigator is working on that and all other related matters to the investigation which will then give us a clear sense of what happened and when we get that report then we'll be able to say this is what has happened this is the amount that we're given and actually this is not the amount that was supposed to be given therefore there's something untoward about uh, the, the whole funding of these npos and these are the actions that we're going to take and with regard to the officials that have been placed on precautionary suspension uh, among those is there anyone who ultimately signed off on those amounts to be funded to those institutions um, at the moment i cannot uh, confirm that but um it was the feeling and the 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 the, the intention of the investigator to say that when we are investigating, these names are coming up. So it's better that we remove them and put them on the side so that we can have the investigation. Mm. And once the investigation is done, then we get all the details from A to Z as to how did the decision finally uh, came to be taken that these amounts were were, were, were uh, allocated to these uh, uh, NPOs. Not only so, Taracorp and PTAP, but the others as well. Fair enough. But in other words, the person who ultimately signed off on that is not among those suspended. Well, I cannot go into that. Um, the investigation but is still taking place. Yes I cannot no. confirm that. It's, it's precautionary suspension. I'm not asking for names. Simple yes or no. The person who signed off, are they among those suspended? The people that are suspended are the ones that were in the whole process that ultimately led to the funding of these uh, two organizations. Except for the one who signed off. Uh, I'll say that, uh, I'll stick to the answer that I've given you, that all those that are suspended, they are linked to the funding of okay. these two organizations. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll follow up with you. Thanks so much, uh, Mr. Mutlaulwa, for speaking to us uh, from the de- Department of Social Development, the Director of Communications there. We'll certainly follow up on these stories. You can find SAFM Current Affairs on 104 to 107 nationwide. Our podcasts are available for download on all our digital platforms. SAFM, leading the conversation.